You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. My name is Chris Lanuti. My friend Dave and I sit down here each and every week and bring you the show that's for fans, by fans, and 30 minutes long and talks exclusively about our favorite team, the Chicago White Sox. And while we're still doing that each and every Wednesday, we are now also bringing you this simulated season, and it's all brought to you by our fine sponsors at Cork and Carey at the Park, 33rd in Princeton, a Southside tradition, a full menu of ballpark goodies from the pulled pork nachos to the ballpark hot dogs, to the award-winning burgers and the hot wings, and everything else in between. Use Grubhub or go direct to CorkandCarryAtThePark.com right now. And today it's Game 3, White Sox versus Rangers, part of a four-game weekend series. And the Sox have taken the first two games already, outscoring the Rangers by a score of 12-5 over those two games. The records are inverse of each other. The Sox 12-8, the Rangers 8-12. Corey Kluber going for them, Lucas Giolito going for us. And it has been a difficult start for Lucas. The all-star from last year only has an ERA of 4.64 and an elevated whip of 1.41. He's had four starts, only two of them have been quality starts. And amongst all five starters, he has given up more home runs than any of the other starting pitchers on the White Sox through four games each. Four games pitched in only 21 and a thirds innings, He needs to try to get deeper. We'll see if he does as we head out right now for afternoon baseball at Guaranteed Rate Field. Sox, Rangers, next. Welcome to Guaranteed Rate Field here on the south side of Chicago as the 12-8 White Sox host the 8-12 Texas Rangers. Losers of their last five games and seven of their last eight. The Rangers are a wounded animal, and Lucas Giolito is the hunter today. Four starts, one and two record, 4.64 earned run average and a whip of 1.41. That's taken over 21 and a thirds innings where he gave up 19 hits and walked 11, striking out 18. The name of the game for Lucas is keep players off base and also try to get a little deeper into the game. Yasmani Grandal back behind the plate today. Trying to shake himself out of a slump, Giolito gets the sign from him, and we are underway. First pitch taken inside, four-seam fastball, strike one. Elvis Andrews stands up, hitting 338. First pitch was at 110 this afternoon. And this one's low and outside for a ball. 58 degrees, clear sky, six-mile-an-hour winds blowing in directly from center field. Giolito in the line and the pitch inside, curveball, 2-1 and one the count. Name of the game for Lucas today is... Confidence, exude it. Pitch deep into the game, which means attack the batters. The righty delivers a curveball in for a strike. Two and two, the count goes even. The next offering, line shot to Abreu down the line. He will grab it out of the air. And that's the first out. Nice snag by Jose Abreu playing first base today. Matt Duffy steps in, hitting 222. And Giolito, working with one out already in the first, delivers. This one's flared out into right center field just over the jumping Danny Mendick. Mazara scoops it and throws it into Leary Garcia, who's playing shortstop today. And that's a base hit. 
Garcia's the real substitution so far today out of the normal starting lineup up to this point. Yes, Nick Mandrigal is up, and yes, he had his debut the other night. But was complaining about some issues, and the White Sox are sitting him down until he feels 100% before they give him game two. He's not injured, but he's a little worn out as Willie Calhoun steps in, takes the first pitch for a strike. The next one is high for a ball. Leary's giving T.A. a day off due to fatigue. Otherwise, it's basically your normal, everyday White Sox lineup with Mazzara in right field because we've got a right-handed starter. Inside fastball swung on and missed, one and two the count. And Carnesian has returned back into the lineup as well, although he's back down to the sixth spot with Aloy Jimenez batting fifth between Grandal and Encarnacion in that portion of the lineup. Next pitch sent back to the backstop. One and two, the count remains. Calhoun drives the next one down the first baseline foul. Still one and two. High fastball taken for a ball. Two and two, the count. Calhoun's hitting 224. Strike on the inside corner, and he struck him out looking. Nice four-seam fastball in on the hands. Two outs now in the inning as Giolito has his first strikeout of the game. And up comes Joey Gallo in the four spot, hitting 197. Neutralized so far by the White Sox pitchers. And he will foul back a pitch in the dirt. 0-1 the count. Slight lead at first from the runner. Giolito checks the signs and delivers. A strike high in the zone. 0-2 the count. That one gets away from Grandal. Runner's going to advance 90 feet to second. Going to be officially scored a wild pitch. The next pitch, outside curveball 2-2, two and two, so now a runner in scoring position for Gallo as Giolito tries to avoid an unfortunate inning. He's looked really good, but every time you see a mistake out there, you start to wonder, will your team pay for it? Inside four-seam fastball, and it's 3-2 and two as Gallo lays off of that one. Two outs here in the top of the first with the runner on second base. And a full count to Joey Gallo with first base open. The pitch on the way. Outside pitch, he lays off it. He walks. Runners on first and second now with two outs here on the top of the first. We talked about Giolito conserving his pitches. There is no way he gets out of this inning without throwing at least 20 in the first inning. And that does not bode well if you're trying to get through six or seven or eight innings as a starter when you start off with that many pitches this early. Santana steps in, the center fielder, fouls this one off down the line. So now he's officially at 20 pitches for the first inning. Giolito delivers. Low, ball, one and one. The pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. Got it over the top of his bat. Four-seam fastball. Crowd coming to life. Looking for Gio to get out of this inning. Giolito gets him to send a one-hopper over to short. Garcia's going to go for the force out and barely get Gallo. A risky toss from short to second, but they will get the force. And the Sox are out of the inning. No score going to the bottom of the first. Corey Kluber's got four starts. He's 2-2 two two with a 3.38 earned run average over 26.2 innings. 21 hits during those innings with only six walks leading to a 1.01 whip, and he has 20 strikeouts. Compare him to what Giolito's doing right now. It's apples and oranges. Kluber looks like he's back after a rough season last year. And when you look at those stats, you're shocked he has two losses. It shows that the team around him has been very, very bad up at the plate. And you don't know the Rangers for being that. Meanwhile, the White Sox are one of the best offenses in baseball. And Leary Garcia leading off today in the place of Tim Anderson. Fouls this one off. 0-1 the count. Garcia, a switch hitter, batting lefty against the righty Kluber. The pitch on the way. Swung out and missed on an outside sinker. 0-2. Kluber's all-seriousness has earned the nickname in some circles of Klubot. 
like he's a robot who just gives the same look every time and goes right at you. Ground ball up the middle. Really tough play at second base, but they're going to get it across for the out on a 4-3 putout. That ball died in the grass right in front of the bag at second. That was a difficult throw after running over to it, but the out was made. One out here in the bottom of the first. No score, and Yohan Mancata steps up to the plate, hitting 315, batting second today. The first pitch outside corner taken for a ball and a changeup, 1-0 the count. Mancata, 211 lifetime with seven strikeouts against Corey Kluber. He has not had good luck with him. Into the wind is Klubot. This is a strike at the knees on a cut fastball, 1-1. One one. Minnesota's already out to a 2-0 lead. You're not surprised by that. All they do is score runs. They are just continuing what they had going on last year. Outside pitch catches the corner, a curveball, one and two the count to Mancata. Kluber looks in, gets the sign, the pitch on the way. Check swing inside. They're going to appeal down and say that Mancata did not go. Two and two the count. The pitch. Low and inside, taken for a ball, three and two now. The count goes full. Abreu's on deck, hitting 300 even for his average at this point. Mancata making Corey Kluber work. The pitch on the way. Chop to short. Going to be a difficult play as he grabbed it going behind third base, but across his body, the play will be made. Two outs. Bottom of the first, and Jose Abreu comes to the plate. Checks it up, but it's a strike. Curveball down the middle. Now, he's 18 for 53 lifetime against Kluber. That's 343, and he's got five home runs against him. The pitch from Kluber. Swung on and missed as it dips down to the knees on a sinker. 0-2 the count. The next pitch. Swung on and missed also at the knees. He strikes him out. The inning is over. And through one, no score here on the south side of Chicago. No score. Sunny day. Top of the second inning. Ronald Guzman's going to bat against Lucas Giolito. Who needed 23 pitches to get through the first inning. He needs to change that right now if he intends to go deep into this game. Grandal sets up on the outside portion of the plate, and the first pitch is rifled right to shortstop. There was a shift on, so Mancata was actually at short. Garcia was behind second base. Mendick was out in right field. So a nice play by Mancata at short on the line out. One pitch, one out, and Runed Odor comes up with one out in the top of the second. Outside slider taken for a ball, 1-0. The next pitch on the way. Sent out into left field. Jimenez will go back a few steps, put the glove up. Now he backs up one more step and makes the catch. Two outs quickly in the top of the second. And Nick Solek comes up, batting eighth in this game. The right-handed hitter against the righty Giolito, who takes the sign from Grandal and the pitch on the way. Immediately lifted into right field. Mazzaro is going to camp underneath it. So that's just what the doctor ordered for Lucas Giolito. Four pitches, and he's through the inning. Midway through the second, no score. Yasmani Grandal has struggled. There's no way to sugarcoat this. 194 on the season. He's got four home runs and 13 RBIs. His OPS is just a hair under 700. He has just been unable to get on base with the hit. The first pitch is at the knees, called a strike on a cut fastball. There's a shift on for him. Second baseman's in uh, short right field. Shortstop's behind second. Third base is at short. The 0-1 pitch on the way. That's a strike on the outside corner, 0-2. Kluber in the wind. The pitch. Chop back foul to the backstop. The next offering. Inside, taken for a ball, 1-2. The pitch on the way. 
This one's flared out into right center field for a base hit. He will get a single as it is cut off by the left fielder, and Grandal leads off the second with a rare hit, and good for him. He's been showing signs he was about to get out of this slump. You're hoping that that continues. A lot of hard-hit balls not falling in when they should have. Aloy Jimenez comes up hitting 266 with a big three-run home run last night that gave the White Sox the lead and a cushion. The pitch from Kluber, low and inside, ball one. Jimenez is sixth in the American League right now in slugging. Slugging 696. That's an insane number and really isn't something that can be maintained. He's 2-0 now on an outside pitch. With Grandal leading off of first base, not really a threat to go. This one's at the knees for a taken strike on a cut fastball, 2-1 the count to Jimenez. The pitch. This one's flared out in the right center field. It's going to get down and get into the gap. Grandal's going to come around and head to third. Jimenez on his horse in the second base. The throw comes in. Grandal takes the turn at third and holds, which was wise because a good relay got it right on the mark at home plate. Jimenez with a double, his fourth of the season. Grandal's in the third with no outs here in the second inning. And the White Sox are in business on a Saturday afternoon. Edwin Encarnacion's hitting 226. They like to put a shift on for him, but it's hard to do with two on. This one is chopped to short. The runner went on contact. Grandal will score. Jimenez also was moving on the slow chopper. He was already by it on his way to third before it got to the shortstop. And Andros can only throw over and get Encarnacion at first. So that's a ground out with runners advancing, and the White Sox lead this game 1-0. And Nomar Mazara comes in, and the Sox leading 1-0 with one out here in the bottom of the second. And he is hitting a paltry 2-0-3. One of the players on this team that needs to get it together. When you think about how the White Sox as a team lead most offensive categories or are in the top five, and then you see guys like Rondal struggling, Encarnacion struggling, Mazzara struggling. You're surprised by it. There's a certain section of this lineup that is like a black hole. And a lot of the work is being done by other guys. One and one the count after that one's fouled off. Jimenez at third. Call the ball outside two and one. The lefty Mazzara against the right-handed pitching Kluber. The pitch on the way. Chop back foul two and two. The pitch. Checks it up. They're going to appeal down to third. They're going to say he held his swing. Three and two to count goes full on an inside pitch that Mazzaro is luckily able to lay off enough of. Next pitch is a strike right down the middle on a cut fastball. And Mazzaro knows it. The bat has to leave the shoulders on a pitch like that. It was straight. It was down the middle. It was a come get it. And he didn't come and get it. I don't know what he's looking at. So Mazzaro strikes out looking. And there's two outs now in the bottom of the second with Jimenez still on third base. Robert comes up hitting 213, looking for a base knock. And a low pitch below the knees, taken for a ball, 1-0. Robert, the center fielder, batting eighth. Mendick on deck, the second baseman, batting ninth. And Kluber is up to 30 pitches now here in the second inning. And has surpassed what Giolito has at this point. At the knees, a strike this time on a sinker, 1-1 the count. The pitch to Robert. Foul ball down the third base line, 1-2. Next one's low and outside, a sinker in the dirt, two and two. Almost got by. That would be nice. The pitch on the way. This one's chopped towards second base. It might get through the hole. It does. Jimenez will score. Roberts on with a seeing eye single up the middle. He's got an RBI single, and the White Sox lead two to nothing. And already, 
pitching coaches out there for the Rangers talking to Corey Kluber, who's 33 pitches in with two outs at the bottom of the second and is already trailing by two. Remember those stats we put up for him. His whip was almost a one even. That's one walk or hit per inning. There's been more than that this inning. Mendick takes a strike low in the zone, 0-1 the count. Danny Mendick's hitting 270 right now. It's tough to get him out of the lineup, even with Nick Madrigal up. Inside pitch chopped into the White Sox dugout, 0-2 the count. He's on a four-game hit streak, but he's 0-2 right now to Kluber, who gets him swinging on a changeup falling out of the zone, and the inning is over, but not before the White Sox score two in the second and lead 2 to nothing. Lucas Giolito has been staked the lead, and he sits in the third inning on 27 pitches and every opportunity to have a great outing. And Jose Trevino, hitting 125 in the ninth spot today, gets a start. He'll take an inside fastball for a strike. Owen won the count. Giolito into the line. Grandal sets up inside. Low ball one. One and one the count. And the pitch on the way. Outside ball two, two and one. Tiny guy. Trevino. It's a tiny target. This one just misses. Three and one the count now. He's like the kid in Little League you send up and you tell him to crouch. If he crouches just enough, there's like no strike zone. And Giolito's having a hard time finding it. The 3-1 pitch on the way. He misses low and walks him on five pitches. So the leadoff man is on for the Rangers. And Elvis Andrews comes up 0 for 1 as the lineup turns over for the Rangers. Texas wearing the gray pants and deep blue tops for the road today. White socks in pinstripes from head to toe. The pitch from Giolito. Flared out in the right field. Mazzaro's going to take a couple steps in. Can of corn, that's one out. And Matt Duffy steps in, the right-handed hitter. Runner's going to go. This one is sent up the middle. It'll take away the double play, but Garcia will throw over from short after grabbing that ground ball. Runner was put in motion. He would have been out, too. Bad jump and everything. That was a hit and run. Try to get something going. Garcia's going to get the ball. Has no play over at second base because the runner was moving in Trevino. Goes over to first. So there's two outs in the inning and a runner in scoring position on second base for the Rangers. But Willie Calhoun now comes up with a runner on second. 0 for 1. And the lefty faces Giolito for the second time. A strike down the middle on a slider. 0-1 the count. Next pitch, a four-seam fastball fouled off down the third baseline. Outside curve taken, one and two now the count. Giolito delivers. Fouled off down the third baseline. Hopefully pitch number 40 right here from Giolito will be a strikeout. Nope, it's just another foul ball. Trevino with a solid lead at second base. Next pitch is outside, laid off. Two and two the count. Trying to get Calhoun to chase, he did not. Next one is lifted into center field short. Robber comes in quickly, camps underneath it, and will make the play. So a fly out to center field ends the inning. And midway through the third, the White Sox lead by two and are coming up with Garcia, Moncada, and Abreu. Folks, family waterproofing solutions. We're talking about them like crazy. They're big advertisers here on Sox in the Basement. Veteran-owned, female-owned, family-owned. Leary Garcia steps in, batting from the left side, and the pitch on the way to lead off the third for the White Sox. Inside ball, 1-0. Special Sox in the basement deals. As this one's low in the dirt, 2-0. A portion of all proceeds going to veteran organizations and first responders. Outside pitch, 3-0 now to Garcia with Moncada on deck hitting 3-11. Details coming up here in the bottom of the inning. Listen carefully. 
Jones. This one's low and inside, ball four, and Leori Garcia walks on four straight pitches, and Moncada comes up. Details coming up in the bottom of the inning for Family Waterproofing Solutions. They can do the estimate right over the phone. They can video feed it with you. They've got great methods to make sure you're safe, they're safe. In these trying times, Moncada comes up batting lefty with Garcia, taking a good lead at first base and the pitch on the way. Outside corner misses 1-0. Five straight balls tossed by Kluber after he ended last inning with a strikeout. On three pitches to Mendick. And Moncada, who's 0-for-1, has a base runner and would like to do something with it. The pitch on the way. Inside the zone, a sinker. Low and outside, 1-1 one one the count. The next pitch. Swung on and missed on a cut fastball down at the knees. 1-2. and two. Kluber takes the sign and delivers. High taken for a ball. 2-2 two and two on that fastball. Low cut fastball. Brings the count full. 3-2 and two with Jose Abreu on deck. Five home runs, 12 RBIs in the season. Hitting just a tick under 300. The pitch. Low inside ball four. Moncada takes his base. And for the second time in two straight innings, Kluber has two on and no out to start off an inning. Except this time he walked the first two guys. An unusual occurrence for Corey Kluber thus far in the season. And Abreu steps in with runners on first and second. And no out. And lines this one to short. It's going to hit the ground. Picked up and tags Garcia running across on a great play. And then gets Abreu at first. A double play. It hit the ground on that line shot and bounced right into the glove. Garcia, I think he thought that ball was going to get through. Runs right into the tag. Then the throw across, you get Abreu. So a tag him out, throw him out on a double play. Mancada remains at second base. And Yasmani Grandal comes in and swings at the first offering and misses. 0-1 the count. Grandal's 1-for-1 in this game, trying to fight his way out of a slump. Mancada with a lead at second now. Two outs in the bottom of the third. Chop back foul, 0-2. So Kluber got into trouble walking the first two guys. Gets the double play that works out perfectly for him. And now delivers the 0-2 pitch. Chopped right back to Corey Kluber. He'll take a step towards first base, throw it over, and the inning is over. End of three, White Sox lead 2 to nothing. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria, making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. Lucas Giolito has given up one hit over his first three innings. The four-hitter... In the Rangers lineup, Joey Gallo comes up, the lefty. Giolito's thrown 42 pitches here before he starts off the fourth and the pitch on the way. Low just below the knees, ball one. Gallo gets a shift. He's one of the few guys that really deserve one. So second base is in shallow right, shorts behind second. 
And Mancada at third is over at short. And that's an outside fastball taken, one and one. Rondell sets up on the outside again, the pitch on the way. This one sent out in the right field deep. Mazzaro's going to catch it right in front of the track for the first out of the inning. Gave it a ride, but not enough. And remember, the wind is blowing in today. Danny Santana comes up, another lefty batter. He's 0 for 1. And the pitch from Giolito. Misses inside on the fastball, 1-0 the count. Minnesota now in the fourth inning, leading 7-1 against the Tigers, who are just being emaciated by the Twins this weekend. This one sent down line, drive down the first baseline. It's going to clink around the corner, fair ball. The runner on his way in a second. Here comes a throw from Mazzara. He'll beat the throw on a head-first slide, and Danny Santana has a double with one out here in the top of the fourth inning. Hooking line drive that got in about a foot before a curved foul. Mazzara, though, played it very well and got that ball in quickly and made a play out of it at second base. Santana just too quick. So a runner on second now with one out in the top of the fourth. And the very first pitch lifted out to Mazzara. Can a corn, he'll catch it. The runner will not even try his arm. But he throws it the third anyway just to show it off. Two outs now on the top of the fourth. And Rubnit Odor, who's 0 for 1, will come up with a runner in scoring position and two outs for the Rangers. Giolito looks in. The pitch on the way. Inside. Oh, they're going to say he checked that up. I thought he went around. 1-0 the count. The pitch. High and inside taken 2-0. Up and in both pitches to start off this at bat against Odor. Santana leads it second. The 2-0 pitch. Swung on and missed a change in the outside portion of the plate. The 2-1 pitch from Giolito. Swung on and missed on a four-seam fastball right down the middle. He challenged him. He couldn't catch up. 2-2 now on the pitch. Swung on and missed on another four-seam fastball. A little bit in, right at the waist, in the strike zone. He went right after the batter and got him. Midway through the fourth, 2-0 sacks. We worried about Lucas Giolito after that first inning. Lucas Giolito must have been listening. He has been pitching quick, effective, and it's like he's looking at his pitch count and realizing, nope, I got to throw it right down the middle here. I am not going to have another 20-pitch inning. As Aloy Jimenez steps in, the Sox have a two-run lead. He was part of the scoring, hit a double, and ended up scoring later on in this game. Inside cut fastball taken for a ball, 1-0. Next pitch is inside as well, but it's in the zone, 1-1. So Kluber now working Jimenez in and right about waist level on those first two pitches. This one also about the same spot. It was a sinker, though, and dropped below the bat. Swinging strike. One and two the count. And he gets him to swing underneath a high-cut fastball. So he had a plan for Jimenez, and it worked out. The fourth strikeout for Kluber. One out now in the bottom of the fourth. Edwin Encarnacion comes up. He had a ground out that resulted in an RBI. And he takes a change up down the middle. 0-1 the count. He is 3-18 for 18 against Kluber Lifetime. So to say that he does not want to have to face this guy again would be an understatement. But he must. The pitch on the way. Inside cut fastball taken for a strike 0-2. Kluber is pounding inside now on White Sox hitters. And bringing the heat. A lot of movement, too. Tries to drop a cut fastball out of the zone. Encarnacion able to get a piece of it and fouls it off down the first baseline. 
tries it again. Encarnacion does not swing one and two. Expect him to come back in on him. That's what I would think. Encarnacion leads the team in strikeouts, and he swings and misses there on an inside cut fastball. You can see it coming. Fifth strikeout of the game for Kluber. Two outs now in the fourth. Nomar Mazara is 0 for 1, and Corey Kluber throws his 60th pitch of the game here with two outs in the bottom of the fourth inning, and it goes inside and low, called a ball, 1 and 0. Kluber delivers. Outside sinker, 2 and 0. Yankees lead the Reds 3 to 2 right now in the sixth inning. This one is chopped down the first baseline foul. 2 and 1 the count. The pitch. High cut fastball taken for a strike, two and two. Next one grounded to second base. It'll be scooped and thrown. And that's a 4-3 put out. Easy inning for Corey Kluber. After four, Sox lead 2-0. The fifth inning has been a danger zone for Lucas Giolito early in this season. He's going to get the eight, nine, and one hitters scheduled up against him for the Rangers. Nick Solak will lead off this inning. 53 pitches for Giolito as we start the fifth with him inside slider taken for a ball 1-0. Next pitch swung on and missed, four-seam fastball outside portion of the plate 1-1. One one. Inside fastball taken for a strike 1-2. Baltimore leads Kansas City in the fifth 3-2 in KC. The pitch on the way. Sent out down the third base line, hooking but staying fair. Jimenez is going to scoop it, the runner's going to second. There's going to be a throw in. Close play, but no cigar. Solak leads off the inning with a double for the Rangers, his second of the season. So there's a runner on second with no outs in the top of the fifth. And the first pitch to Jose Trevino, who walked in the third, is a ball just outside the plate. 1-0 count. Runner on second. 2-0 White Sox. The pitch. In the dirt, did he swing? They're going to say he did. 1-1. One one. Trevino did Giolito a favor on that one. The pitch on the way. Inside, he checks again. They're going to appeal. They're going to say he did not swing there. Two and one the count. Lucas gets a four-seam fastball over the top of his bat, swinging. Two and two. Count goes even. Giolito looks in. The sign from Grandal chopped a short. They're going to check the runner back to second. Throw across from Leary Garcia to first. And that's a 6-3 put out. So the runner has to hold his second base. One out now in the top of the fifth, and Elvis Andrus comes up. And Andrus awaits the pitch. Here it is. Fouled off down the third base line. Inside slider. He's hitting 222 so far this season with runners in scoring position, but that changes a lot early in the season. The next pitch on the way, high and outside, taken one and one the count. The pitch. Fouled back. One and two. Next one swung on and missed inside portion of the plate on a four-seamer. Third strikeout of the game for Giolito. Andrus is sent packing and is disgusted with himself. And now there's two outs, and that runner remains on second base. Matt Duffy's up one for two. Four-seamer taken for a strike. 0-1 the count. Giolito has a lot of movement today on that fastball, and it's getting moved around the strike zone. Inside, outside, up, down. Sometimes for a strike, sometimes for a ball. And he's mixing in his secondary pitches very well. High fastball there, laid off, one and one the count. We've had a lot of check swing strikes. That shows the batters are confused by what he's doing. Four-seamer below the knees, two and one now. 
but he needs to finish off this inning now. The pitch. Inside corner gets it two and two on another fastball taken. A steady stream of four seamers in this inning. He's mixed it up a little, but basically relying on that fastball at this point, 70 pitches into the game. Solak leads off of second, two outs in the top of the fifth. This one's belted deep. Down the line, if it's fair, it's gone. It goes foul, thankfully. Whew. Close one. Duffy's standing there trying to wave it fair at the plate. The next one, a four-seamer right over his bat. You can go wave at that one, says Lucas Giolito. He strikes him out. A near home run, and instead of it being 2-2, on the very next pitch, it's still 2-0 midway through the fifth. Luis Robert has an RBI single in this game. He's one for one. Two for five in this series with two runs batted in. And Kluber puts a sinker inside the strike zone. Owen won the count. He's actually scored five runs as well in the last eight games he's played in. The pitch to Robert, line shot to third, just snatched out of the sky. That was a hard hit ball. And he winces, realizing he probably had a double, at least down the line. Great play at third. And there's one out here in the bottom of the fifth for Danny Mendick, who's 0 for 1 with a strikeout, went down on three pitches his first time up against Kluber. This one's low and outside, a sinker, 1 and 0. Next pitch is chopped to third. Going to be a tough play on the grass. Gets Mendick by a step and a half at first base on the throw, but he gets him. Two outs now in the bottom of the fifth, and Leori Garcia in the top of the White Sox lineup back again. He's 0 for 1 with a walk in the third inning. And little Leori playing short today for Tim Anderson and leading off. Immediately puts one out in the left field for a base hit. First pitch. Put it right over Andrus's head at short. Dropped it in front of the left fielder. And he's on. So Garcia has reached base two out of the first three times he's come up. And that's what a leadoff hitter should do. Juan Moncada is 0 for 1 with a walk in the third as well. He wants his first hit of the game. Kluber looks in. Garcia in motion. Swung on and missed. Out on the tag at second base. So they're going to throw out Garcia. I believe a hit and run was on there based upon the fact that Moncada dove out and tried to get that ball. That looks like a planned hit and run gone awry. Garcia was almost in there, actually. Going to the top of the sixth, the White Sox lead 2-0. Willie Calhoun, 0 for 2, steps in to lead off the top of the sixth for the Rangers. Lucas Giolito has 72 pitches. And will start off this inning trying to get himself a quality start. First pitch a strike, the next one outside for a ball, one and one the count. He has four starts and two of them have been starts where he gets through six innings and gives up three or less runs. That's a quality start. Two of them, he didn't even make it through the fifth. So it's been either a disaster or he's been consistent. This looks like a much better game so far. Inside pitch taken for a ball, two and one. High and outside, three and one. You're listening to a White Sox simulated game in a simulated season using MLB The Show 20 and brought to you by Cork and Carey at the park at 33rd and Princeton. Outside pitch is a ball. He walks him. Check them out on Grubhub or go direct to Cork and Carey at the park.com. They've got lots of good food and support a local business. We have these simulated games on Socks in the Basement each and every day following the schedule. It's a ground ball to Mancata. Flips the second. Across the first. A 5-4-3 to four to three double play as Joey Gallo throws 
his bat out there at the first pitch. And the White Sox pick up two outs. Thank you very much. And there's two outs now in the top of the sixth inning. As I was saying, you're listening to Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. And also, don't forget, Socks on 35th, the world-famous blog, recapping these games with box scores, stats, and analysis. Put yourself deep within the fantasy of 2020 baseball with Socks in the Basement at SocksOn35th.com. 0-1 pitch now to Danny Santana. Outside taken for a ball, 1-1. One and one. 80 pitches for Giolito, 49 of them for strikes so far in this game. Santana's 1-2. and two. He awaits the next offering. Sent out in the right field. It's going to get down. No, it's not. Great diving play by Nomar Mazzara. Running towards center field flat out. If he misses it, it goes to the wall. Instead, he catches it. Amazing play out there in right field. Bomb of the six now, and Yoan Moncada is going to come up with the White Sox leading two to nothing. Outside strike, 0-1 the count. Next pitch on the way. Low and outside for a ball, 1-1. The pitch. Low and inside, 2-1. Kluber sitting on 73 pitches at this very moment here in the bottom of the six. The pitch on the way. Low and outside, 3-1. Abreu stands on deck. The big meaty portion of this White Sox lineup is coming up this inning. Ball four and a cut fastball low and outside. Kluber doesn't like the call. He walks in towards the plate to get the ball and is asking, like, where was that? I'll tell you where it was. It was about three inches outside. Abreu's 0 for 2. Brett Martin, the lefty, and Cody Allen, the righty, now start to warm in that Rangers bullpen. I'm sure those Rangers uh, bullpen arms are starting to ask the question, like, why do we keep coming in and getting fed to the Sharks? Let's get a lead first before you start using us up. Let's hope they don't get that. Inside cut fastball taken for a ball, 1-0. The next offering, inside sinker, 1-1 the count. The pitch on the way. Line shot to first base, picked out of the air, and Mankata can't get back. It was right down the line, he's doubled off. And there's two outs quickly now in the sixth inning. That's bad luck. Yasmati Grandal now comes up, one for two. And takes a four-seamer on the outside corner, 0-1. A line shot by Abreu right down the line. First baseman is holding Mancada, so it's hit right at him. Mancada's off the bag. The guy caught it with his foot on first. Sometimes it just doesn't go the way you want it to. One and one now to Grandal. And here on the MLB The Show game, he's got a snowflake next to his name. I don't think that's because he's sensitive. I think that's because he's ice cold. Grounds this one out to the pitcher, Kluber. Another 1-3. And the inning is over after six. White Sox lead 2 to nothing. Lucas Giolito, 81 pitches through six innings. Starts off the seventh against Ronald Guzman. He of the guy who stands on first base and people hit line drives to him. So he can double off your runner. And the first two are inside, taken for balls, 2-0 the count. Here in the top of the seventh, the White Sox lead 2 to nothing. The strike on the outside corner now on a four-seam fastball, 2-1. Next one is grounded weakly in front of the plate. Rondell comes out to get it, makes a great play down the line, and barely gets the runner for the rare 2-3 putout in your scorecard. And there's one out now on the top of the seventh for Rudnid Odor, who's 0 for 2. And Giolito delivers. The lefty hitter takes a slider on the outside corner for strike one. 
into the wind and the pitch. Fouled back, 0-2 the count. The next pitch on the way. High, taken for a ball, 1-2. 88 pitches so far for Giolito. Only one inning where he had more than 20. That was the first with 23 pitches. He's been able to keep his pitch count down, though, with effectiveness in the later innings. This one's low and inside at the knees. Odur has to jump out of the way, 2-2 two two now, with one out in the top of the seventh. Only one White Sox pitcher has completed seven innings, and it was scoreless. And that was Dylan Cease about a week and a half ago. Inside fastball taken, 3-2 and two the count. Lucas seems to want that for himself as well. He's got some work to do, though. He still needs two more outs. The pitch on the way. Chop back foul. Count remains full. Next one's chopped to first. Nice stab there by Abreu. He'll flip the Giolito for the 3-1 putout. He went towards the second base side and kind of baseball slid like he slid on his butt with his feet out in front of him to grab that one off the ground on a weird hop and then threw from his knees the first. Nick Solak comes in. He has a double already in this game. He's one for two. Takes an inside pitch high for ball one. One to know the count. Next one is hit into the air in left field and falling. It will get in front of Jimenez. He's going to challenge for second to throw in, and they got him. He tried to stretch a single into a double, and Aloy Jimenez made him pay. Solak's out at second. We're midway through the seventh. Sox lead two to nothing. Brett Martin's in nine games so far, 10 innings, 0-2 record, 5.40 ERA. Nine strikeouts to five walks. Posing batters hitting near 300 against him. And Aloy Jimenez steps in after he threw out a base runner to end last inning. It was a high pop, and it was short, and it was shallow, and it was near the line. And Jimenez gets it, like right after it hits the ground. And Solak must have thought, he won't be able to get me. He gotcha. A rifle. As he throws that one maybe 15 feet behind Mancana's where he's got the ball. It's not a hard throw to make. And he gets him. 0-2 though now. Next pitch is rifle down the third base line, hooking foul. Nice outing so far for Giolito. Scoreless through seven. It'll be interesting to see if he comes in for the eighth. High four-seam fastball taken, one and two. Boston up on Cleveland right now, 7-5 in Fenway. Curveball in the dirt outside. The count goes 2-2. Two two. Martin delivers. And the lefty gets Jimenez on an inside fastball right at the knees. Call the strike. Aloy did not like the call, but he's got to take it. Borderline at best, but it probably was a strike. And there's one out. Encarnacion's up 0-2. Low inside fastball taken, 1-0. A lefty out there right now for the Rangers. Is this one sent down the third baseline? Going back, 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 back. And that is torched out of here by Edwin Encarnacion on the solo bomb, 412 feet that got out of here in a hurry at over 110 miles per hour. And Encarnacion has his sixth home run of the season. And he buried it. The fans rejoice as the White Sox lead 3-0 here in the bottom of the seventh inning. He hit it and admired it. So did everybody else, even the outfielders. Everybody knew that one was gone. Nomar Mazara steps in 0-2. He's terrible against lefties. 
And he's not that good against righties, folks, at least not so far this season. He's hitting 197. Not what the White Sox expected when they picked him up in the offseason. Fouls that back. Now look, Mazzara is not a finished product. Maybe. If he is a finished product, he's not a major leaguer. Or he's at least a replacement level guy who gets into a platoon role. One and two now on that taken strike on the outside corner. Frank Benkino, the hitting coach, and White Sox management believe they can unlock the potential that Mazzara had when he came up as a youngster. I think he was 20 years old when he got his first full season in the majors. Big hype on him. Two and two now the count, the pitch on the way. This one's chopped foul down the first baseline. But over the last four seasons, his stats are almost identical. He puts out the same thing over the same amount of games. This one's grounded a first flip back over to the pitcher who covers. That's an easy three to one ground out. Mazzara's retired, two outs now on the bottom of the seventh. And Nomar Mazzara, I think this is your make or break season. And it's crazy to say that, as young as you are. But this is the fifth season in the majors, second team. As this one's popped out the first base, easy put away, three outs. But Edwin Encarnacion takes one deep. And after seven, Sox lead 3-0. Lucas Giolito is out for the top of the eighth. 94 pitches so far, but must feel good. Must feel real good. He has held down the Rangers to nothing so far. As Jose Trevino, the nine-hitter, comes up. 0-for-1 in this game with a walk. And Giolito continues to pitch out there. And the first one is sent out in the center field. Robert goes back to the track. He will stop right before it and catch this one. One out in the top of the eighth. It's tough for a manager when you have a lead. I mean, you have a three-run lead, let's be honest. The bullpen's going. Cordero's out there and Fry at this point. But you've got your ace, he's been struggling, and he's got a shutout going. And he says he feels good, and you kind of go, I'll give him a chance. And that's what Ricky Renteria is doing right now. Elvis Andrus comes in. He's up, and he rockets one into left center field. It's almost like batting practice now. This one goes off the wall, so Giolito might have wanted to go out there. But that's two really hard-hit balls on two pitches. And that's a double for Andrus. And now they're going to come out and talk with Lucas Giolito. I'm sure he's out there as confident as he could be. Maybe you give him one more guy. All right, Ricky's talking to his guy, and Giolito seems to have convinced him. So Giolito's going to at least get Matt Duffy, who's one for three, the righty, and the pitch on the way. And he immediately throws this one to the backstop, and that's going to be it. That's, I mean, Renteria's already out of the dugout, he's laughing. And he's signaling, and that's going to be it for Lucas Giolito. So, and he said the right things on the mound, but his manager's like, nope, we're done. This is over. We're going with somebody else. It'll be Jimmy Cordero coming in, and a nice game by Lucas Giolito, let's be honest. I mean, it's kind of comical how he's coming out here, but the first pitch was rifled out the deep center field. The second pitch was almost out of here in left center field. It hits in the dirt and bounces off the wall. His manager comes out to talk to him, and he throws one to the backstop. He tips the cap. He gets a standing ovation. A really nice game for him. He goes seven and a third scoreless, and Jimmy Cordero comes in for his ninth appearance. Nine and two-thirds innings. He's 0 for 2 in save opportunities, but he's got a 3.72 earned run average over that time. And Jimmy's been really hot and then kind of averaged out over the last couple games. 
he will face Matt Duffy. And the pitch on the way. Sinker at the knees misses. Two balls, no strikes. 26,589 out here today. That's the announced attendance. Runner on third. This one's chopped foul, two and one. It's commendable that Lucas Giolito wanted to go out there. And he did a great job with that first batter getting him out. If a great job is just giving up a hard-hit ball that luckily one of your players can get to. But after that, it became apparent very quickly that he was done. This one's grounded to second base. The runner's going to be conceded. Andrus will score. A 4-3 to three put out. There's two outs here in the eighth inning, and the White Sox continue to lead, but this time it's 3-1. to one. The bases are cleared. The run will be charged to Giolito, so he'll finish 7 and a third with one run given up in the game. An excellent outing for him. And Willie Calhoun's 0 for 2 with a walk. And Cordero stares in and delivers the pitch. Outside, four-seam fastball taken. 1 and 0 the count. The next pitch on the way. Chop foul down the third baseline. 1 and 1. Another foul ball back to the backstop, one and two. Three to one Sox, two outs, top of the eighth inning. White Sox trying to make it three in a row and three in a row against the Rangers in this four-game series. Inside slider taken two and two. The series concludes tomorrow on Sunday. And then there's three against the Royals here at home before we hit the road again. Outside sinker swung on and missed. Chase it out of the zone. Cordero strikes him out. And the inning is over. Midway through the eighth. Sox lead by two, three to one. Cody Allen's going to come in. We saw him last night. He's got eight games under his belt, seven and a third innings, with a 1.23 earned run average, eight strikeouts to eight walks. Left-handers are hitting over 300 against him. This is a righty. And Danny Mendick leading it off over two with a strikeout and a ground out. First pitch at the knees, a sinker taken for a strike. 0-1. Alex Colome warms up in the bullpen. He'll have the ninth for the White Sox and a two-run lead. Maybe we can give him an extra one. Allen delivers. Outside, four-seam fastball taken, 1-1. One one. Next pitch, a knuckle curve right down the middle. Mendick unable to pull the trigger, 1-2. He chops a ball back. That was low in the zone, below the knees. One and two, the count remains. This one's low and inside, taken two and two, the count. The A's lead the Mariners four to nothing in Oakland in the fifth inning. Inside pitch taken, three and two, the count goes full with Garcia on deck. Mendick trying to be the leadoff guy that gets on. Starts something in the eighth inning. The pitch on the way. Swung on and missed underneath a four-seam fastball. That's his second strikeout for Mendick. First strikeout for Allen. One out here in the bottom of the eighth. Larry Garcia's up. Cody Allen, the righty, delivers to the left-handed hitting Garcia. This one's chopped to third base. Easy play across. Pulls him off the bag, and Garcia's safe. Duffy makes a terrible throw. On a routine ground ball. And the White Sox have a base runner. And Yohan Mankata comes up. 0 for 1 with two walks. And he would like to get a hit now with a base runner on. Swung on and missed a knuckle curve. He was way out in front of it and confused. 0-1 the count. Allen comes inside with a fastball and misses 1-1. One and one. 
Outside knuckle curve misses, two and one. Inside sinker swung on a miss, two and two the count. The pitch on the way. Chop towards second base, slow roller, tossed over the short, and then over to first for the four to six to three double play. The inning is over. We go to the top of the ninth. We need three outs to win it. The Sox lead three to one here in the top of the ninth inning, and Joey Gallo will lead it off. And Alex Colome, or Colome if you're nasty, will come in for his ninth appearance. Seven innings pitched, three out of four in save opportunities. And he goes to work quick against Gallo. First pitch on the way. Cut fastball outside corner, taken for a strike, 0-1. Most Sox fans are already up here. They want a victory. They're standing already. The pitch. Low cut fastball catches the zone, 0-2. Gallo has yet to move the bat off his shoulder. These Rangers are sitting on a five-game losing streak and have lost seven of their last eight coming into this game. Inside cut fastball misses, 1-2 the count. Minnesota leading in the ninth, 9-3 at home against Detroit. But the game that is important is right here. Jam shot fouled on the first baseline. Into the wind and the pitch. Foul back. Count remains one and two. The Indians have tied it up in Boston 7-7 now late in that game. Foul back into the catcher. Count remains one and two. Cut fastball high and inside, two and two. And I just realized looking out in right field, Mazzaro's not out there anymore. Adam Engel has replaced him in right defensively. This pitch is outside, three and two the count now. So Engel came in as the defensive replacement. Missed that, giving out the stats for Colome. Swung on and missed on a cut fastball above his bat, probably out of the strike zone for ball four. But Gallo can't lay off. And there's one out here in the top of the ninth. They're showing a stat line for Giolito. 97 pitches he threw. Five hits, three walks, four strikeouts, one earned run. Over seven and a third. Nice game by him. Inside cut fastball taken for a strike. 0-1 to the lefty Danny Santana. Now you get why Adam Engel's out there. Left-handed hitter's coming up here in a row. He's standing in right. Low inside changeup, 1-1 one one the count. Next pitch is lifted deep in the right field, and that is not going to stay in the ballpark. That one is gone. Off the foul post. 399 feet, and it got out of here at 111 miles per hour. Santana belts that one down the line. I'm surprised it hit the pole. It was actually curving back, but you couldn't tell. It got out so quick. And the Rangers are within one on a solo shot with one out here in the ninth inning against Colome, the closer. That one hit the post. And Ronald Guzman's up now, another lefty. He's 0 for 3 with a ground out in the seventh. It's a 3-2 game now. The Rangers got a run last inning, get a run this inning. Outside, ball one, one and one. A good closer says, I had two runs to give and now I only have one, back to work. Some Sox fans have sat down. They're nervous they're jinxing it by getting too excited too early. Inside cut fastball, fouled off, one and two the count. 
One run game, top of the ninth, one out, nobody on. This one's fouled off down the first base line. The lefty hitters are coming up trying to pull that ball out of here. They're going for broke. This one's high and inside, taking for a ball, two and two. As Colome tries to pitch inside. Now the setup on the outside puts it across the middle of the plate. It's going to be fouled down the first base line. Abreu almost caught that one in fair territory. The pitch. High and inside, ball three. The count goes full with Runado Odor on deck. You do not want to put the tying run on base. The pitch on the way. Sent out into shallow left field. Jimenez camps underneath it. And there's two gone. Off the end of the bat, that one. Pretty swing, but he didn't make good contact, luckily. So there's two outs, and they're going to call back Odor. And they're going to bring up a pinch hitter. Shin Su Chu hitting 171. Another lefty against Colome. And the first one is grounded over to second base. Scooped up and sent over. Abreu digs it out of the dirt for out number three. And the White Sox win this game 3-2 behind an amazing effort by Lucas Giolito. Way to come back after a tough first inning. The Rangers threatened. They tried every trick in the book. If you weren't a lefty hitter, you weren't coming up against Alex Colome. They got a home run out of it, but they couldn't get anything else. And Chu swung at the first pitch and grounded out. The White Sox improved now to 13-8. Five games over 500 for the first time all year. The Rangers dropped to 8-13. They have now lost six in a row. And eight of their last nine. Sox get three runs on five hits. No errors. Rangers, two runs on six hits with an error. Your player of the game for the White Sox is obviously Lucas Giolito. Seven and a thirds innings pitched, five hits, four strikeouts, three walks, an earned run that came after he left, but let's be honest, he had gotten that runner all the way over to third with the hijinks he was having there in the eighth inning. Edwin Encarnacion, one for three with a home run, two RBIs, and a run scored. Yasmani Grandal was one for three, scored a run. Aloy Jimenez, one for three with a double and a run scored. And Luis Robert, one for three with an RBI. It was small ball out there tonight with, well, one home run for the White Sox and one for the Rangers. This White Sox simulated game, part of a simulated season, was brought to you proudly by Cork and Carry at the Park at 33rd and Princeton. Go to CorkandCarryAtThePark.com right now. Get yourself something tasty to eat. Our thanks to Family Waterproofing Solutions as well. And Sox on 35th. We'll have the wrap-up, the stats, and the entire game log for you. They're going to break it all down for you. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to Socks in the Basement with another simulated game in a simulated season. We'll be back tomorrow on Sunday to see if the White Sox can sweep the four-game series. We'll see you tomorrow on Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always on socksinthebasement.com.